You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. The year is 3129. Mankind is adrift in the stars. Giant spaceships hurdle the last of humanity towards their destiny, whatever it may be. Only one thing can keep them going and power these great ships. Will feed the minds and spirits of these people. And that is the last brewing company to survive in the future, Circle Brewing. So great was their product that they indeed became the legendary Earth Brewers. But, you know, it's right now, 2018, or maybe 2019, depending on when you're listening to this. And you can get Circle Brewing right by going into Austin, by stopping into their uh, brewery on Breaker Lane. Or you can get it in convenience stores where there's all sorts of good stuff. Uh Martin, you're from the future. What do you think? Well, I tell you, Austin is a city with no shortage of breweries, but this is some of the best I've ever had. Well, there you go. You, you can't ask somebody who's going to give you a truer thing about beer than Mr. Martin Thomas because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> And finally, after all this time, it's, uh, whew, this has been quite an Oscar season, and it's time to talk about the winners. Um, the worst Oscar season ever. You take that back. <laughs> no, I'm dead. Like, this, this, dude, even you have to admit, this year's been a mess. I don't agree that it's a mess. I don't know worse, but it's just been one of those things. Yeah. It, okay. Let me just start this saying this. Hey, I'm Justin Zarian. How's everybody doing? And over here, we got Shaquille Lambert, who se- seeming to be very cranky about this. <laughs> I'm cranky and bitter, and that's going to be the theme for today. <laughs> uh, over here, we got London Vyavong. How you doing? Hey, I'm here, and I will also be continuing that theme of cranky and bitter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And Bradley, uh, are you in a better mood than these guys, or are you going to be on the cranky team too? Uh, I'm pretty good. I didn't even see the movie that won, so <laughs> I have a, what? What's it called? Uh, a dissonance detachment or something? Uh, separation. <laughs> yes, de- detainment won best picture. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, we are going. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke. I said the taming one a sleeper. It just it just won the best picture out of nowhere. <laughs> nominated. How'd that happen? Wow! A, a half hour short won best picture for the first time. That's amazing. <laughs> no, so that'd be an awkward speech. That would be a very that'd be interesting. It'd be more awkward than the speech those makeup people gave during the ceremonies. Because oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I'm so nervous. I, I can't. I, I, I sympathize with them because, guys, I've been in like three or four situations in my whole lifetime where I couldn't read my own writing. So, you know, I, I kind of sympathized with their awkward. I, I'm, I'm holding paper. I, I, I can't, I can't r- r- read it. Uh, thanks, m- 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 my Jesus. wife. Oh, yeah. Did you, did you see this, Shaq? No, I didn't. Oh, oh you missed out. It was For, for which category? Uh, was so, it uh, best makeup? Yeah, so it was it best was makeup. makeup. It was Greg Cannon and those guys who won for Vice, and that okay, so uh, yeah, no, could, I did miss it. Oh, it was so great because they got up and even before they pulled out the piece of paper to thank everybody, they were like kind of like awkwardly shuffling around. They were like touching each other. They were stumbling over their words. It was it was cringe worthy watching them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. It, it's just strange because like right, they had the paper to read and they just they couldn't read it. <laughs> like it was just like, that's the thing and. 
I, I, it just it was obvious like they did not expect to win. Like they like they had it prepared, but they they you know they thought all oh, this is obviously going to go to you know the British movie or uh, or, or the border because that border had bet that best makeup. But no, we like oh we went well we made Christian Bale slightly fatter, so we won. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like the like Christian Bale's d- d- dietitian. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! No, so yeah, that's the things we're going to be talking about today, people. Is the winners and general stuff about the ceremony. Which let's just do that first of all. So the big thing that everyone wants to know: Hey, how did the Oscars go without a host? And you know what? That's it went good. great. <laughs> yeah, it went great without a host. <laughs> I never. It I was never efficient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny because it was only like maybe like. I mean, they, they, they stretched out near the end to try and fit that three, three-and-a-half-hour mark they usually do, but it didn't feel as long as it usually does, you know? No, you know, it's kind of, it's tough, because I'm a little mixed on it. Like, I'm glad it did fly, and that was nice, you know, for our sake, but in the end, it just felt so lackluster. Like, it just, like, it just felt like, all right, here's the next one, okay, good, all right, here's your next one, all right, good, okay, here's the next one, okay, all right, bye. Like, but see, oh, that's kind of what I like number. about it, is that... Yeah, I, I like that they didn't waste any time on that because that's the thing where you get like Neil Patrick Harris doing his magic stuff, or you get Jimmy Kimmel's dumb stuff with all the people he pulls off the street. It's just like, yeah, we uh, don't really Jimmy need any of that stuff. Off. Jimmy Kimmel goes. <laughs> I like Neil Patrick Harris. So. <laughs> I think we all had enough excitement for a while, so the lackluster move along presentation was uh, efficient and fine by me. No, that's the case. Then I feel like, okay, why do we just? You know, uh, maybe even like, why even have presenters? Just, 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 just go up there and just announce the. <laughs> just like this guy won. Okay, say your speech. All right, bye. Okay, go. <laughs> I would actually like to see a like a, a sushi sushi restaurant turntable with just the winners on it, putting up their Oscars, spinning around in my lifetime. I think that'd be pretty sweet. I think London's got the right idea. <laughs> that'd be funny. <laughs> Yeah, so, no, I thought the general ceremony went pretty well. I, you know, it's funny because, I mean, I'll admit too that there's some parts of it I had to watch on mute because my family called in and I had to talk to them for a little bit. But, mm. of the parts that I thought that really stood out, I think the biggest laugh I got all night was during the costume award where Melissa McCarthy came out with that giant costume from The Favorite and that freaking rabbit puppet that she had in her hand. Oh my god! Yeah, the seventeen rabbits. I think it might have been more. I haven't counted, but that was my favorite presentation as well. Oh, I... she's wearing that ridiculous getup, and she nailed it. She's totally a pro with that kind of slapstick. She looked as serious as Olivia Coleman did in her role that she was, um, you know, kind of spoofing. So I loved it. What were you going to yeah, say? No, no, I'll say I didn't. See... The first hour I completely missed because I was literally on my way to an Oscar party. And because there was some strong-ass, like, wind warnings and shit, it actually, they they canceled my train while I was on it. So I had to, like, <laughs> disembark and find a fucking lift for, like, 40 damn dollars just to show up an hour late. So I missed Aww. a good chunk of the awards I actually wanted to see. So I missed Regina King winning. I missed Black Panther winning its two production awards. Um, and I think there was another thing that I had missed that I wanted to see. I think it was mainly those three. But I was... I was thoroughly annoyed that i missed all those yeah no definitely go up to youtube and look for the videos and the highlights and that such but yeah it was just it was just a weird experience where you're because usually i don't 
finalist for the great in these award things because she tries too hard. But for some reason, it just worked here, where the whole time she's talking just like, oh, we're presenting the award and the costumes and making sure that you know where to look and not to be distracted. The whole time she's got this little bunny puppet on her hand that she's just moving around and distracting the audience <laughs> with while she's speaking. <laughs> Total stone-cold, like, royal face as well. Oh, yeah. And her hairstyle was after Margot Robbie's from Queen of Scots when she took her hat off. She's oh, that was great. Amazing. I remember. Yeah, she had a yeah and that... And then also they got uh, Brian Tyree Henry in Black Panther uh, costumes next to her, too. So it was just like, oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah, so no, that was fun. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You... No, 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 yeah. No, I thought it was... Uh, you know, the thing is with Melissa McCarthy, especially showing in this year, is like, she if you give her material and tell her just to dial back on the improv, she, she can nail it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that... That's true for most mm-hmm. comedians, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so no, I've said a couple moments people like. I mean, that I liked. Um, London, why don't you tell me what's some other moments you liked from the ceremony, or or didn't like, or thought was hilarious because it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now this is um, this is a personal thing, but okay. I, before I was joking, but what I generally look forward to at the Oscars are the performances. I like I like the musical numbers, and I mm-hmm. actually liked all the songs um, that were nominated this year. Uh, or uh, yeah, that were nominated, and so when I had to listen to them, I was looking forward to it. And um, the first one I listened to was, uh, you know, the first one that came on was Jennifer Hudson's rendition of "I'll Fight" before RPG, and it gave me a seething headache. And <laughs> I don't know, I, I don't know if it's, it wasn't just her fault. I think I was just kind of, I was, I just was sick yesterday, and I didn't. It just, I think she just kind of started it. So after that, I kind of had a headache for the rest of the show. <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then, like, then Bette Midler performed um, Mary Poppins' song. Like, oh, I like that. This is nice. It's nice. It's yeah, she did a really good and job. Then, yeah. Yeah, I really liked that. And Buster Scruggs, I didn't care for it. kind of made it worse. And then when it got to Shallow, <laughs> I was like, my head was just seething. My head was just booming. <laughs> hearing the, oh, oh, oh. Lady Gaga, like, nope. I had to, to mute it. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> Every point Lorenzo made. Came out in the form of your headache. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us, though, who don't hate true love, yeah. were enchanted oh, by we, that moment. They were like, at least Gaga and Bradley Cooper, they were gonna make the fuck out on stage. And I'm like, Bradley, your girl is right there. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, it, no. Well, the uh, the art imitated life, you know, because in um, A Star Is Born, he's like, "Just look at me, just trust me." Not the best impression, but <laughs> so she does, right? But in their performance, you could see Bradley Cooper get up and be like, "What am I doing here? I'm not a singer." And Gaga <laughs> looks right in his eyes, and you can see she's like, "Just look at me, just trust me." And they, I thought they nailed it, and you could cut that sexual tension with a knife and sell it as an aphrodisiac. That was crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's when I was. I think that's when I commented. I'm like, yeah, just give him the award. Just. just, just, (laughs) I thought you know what's funny. I thought Black Panther was gonna perform too. Like, oh yeah, they gotta follow up with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was in the news. I think a couple days before they're like, hey, I can't drink. He's like, nah, I ain't doing that Mm -hmm. shit. (laughs) Well, so what it was is that he's overseas doing another concert performance. So he literally is just like, even if I wanted to, I can't actually be there because I'm literally, you know, it would literally take me like a a week to get there. Yeah. Contractually obligated. Yeah. Which, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I don't blame him. It's like, okay, yeah, he doesn't have the time. You know, that's that's okay. So, no. 
No, no, yeah, I get it. it would, I'm just glad they didn't replace it with someone else, like another raptor. Oh. <laughs> or Bette Midler, you know. Bette Midler steps in. Bette <laughs> Midler sings All the Stars. That would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, no. So no. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> All the stars are closer. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, so we got one from there. Um, Bradley, what's a moment that you really liked or didn't like or thought was hilarious? Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, his kid is up. <laughs> yeah. I'll do mine. Okay, okay well, yeah. Let's, Shaq, why don't you do <laughs> tell us? Um, so, yeah, someone I actually like. I'm not sure how you guys felt about it, but I thought, uh, what's the name? Uh, John Mulaney and Aquafina were hilarious. Oh, I did get to hear you know, them. That I was one of the parts were... that I... Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The dialogue was fun. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go on. Go on. No, 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 no. Go ahead, London. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so hyper. Uh, like, okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought the dialogue was good, but Aquafina, you could tell she was so nervous because she kept looking at the cue cards and wouldn't look away from them. Yeah. Yeah, That that's true. But, like, again... Their whole thing is that it was their first time at the Oscars, and then she did that Spike joke, like, oh, Spike and said, what? And, like, I, I was nervous. They cut to Spike, and he was so unamused. <laughs> Man. Oh, that's so true. Spike is at such a... Time, he's such a sour yeah, I, no, I love I Spike's pettiness. I love Spike's pettiness. But <laughs> one of my favorite bits, at least of, like, their dialogue, is that he, uh, John Lee, is like, oh, I'm so nervous meeting all these celebrities. Like, I, I saw Jordan Peele, and Uncle Peter's like, don't you know him? It's like, yeah, that's why it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazed no, John Mulaney like, just had such a... delivery was pretty great. I'm amazed he's had such a resurgence, you know, where it's just like, yeah, he's just some small, static comedian, and then it's like, yeah, Big Mouth, Spider-Man, all these things, and now he's kind of a big-name guy. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad it's for great. Uncle like, It's insane. <laughs> well, he has a stand-up joke, joke on Netflix that is great. I'm not going to spoil it, but it involves talking to your parents about ghosts because you really don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> the way, he, the way he delivers it is so funny. So check it out on Netflix, everybody. Uh, yeah, no, so yeah, they. Aquafina, man. Oh yeah, no, she's been having a good uh, good year lately, and I think that you know I, I I'm starting to really like Aquafina more because I didn't know who she was like a year ago even before she started to do like Ocean's Eight and uh, Crazy Rich Asians and such. But yeah. yeah. No, Not I mean, cool. it's funny so, how she got all big from uh, my vag on YouTube. <laughs> 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 you guys know about that, her first? Yes, I do. No, I've never Yes, heard. I do. <laughs> like, wait, have you, wait, question. Have you ever heard that song, My Dick, by, like, Ricky Avalon? It's like a parody. It's like a comedic song where it's, like, uh, okay. comparing the size of, like, like, wait, did you ever see Harold and Kumar, the second one? Uh, no, I and yeah. I don't think anyone else should. One. No one should see that one. Oh, you know, you should. No, you should. I missed that one. Yeah. But that song plays in it. And at the first time I was like, this song is stupid. But I was laughing my ass off every time I heard it afterwards. And she made her own version of it. That's not super great, but it's still pretty funny. But I, I like her more for like her show, talk, her quote unquote talk show, where she's like in random locations asking really awkward questions with people. And those. Are actually really fucking funny. Oh, nice. Okay. No, I, I'm beginning. To, I'm beginning to like her more. So I, I'm. I'm happy to see her get more bigger roles in the future. So that, that's cool. Uh, let's see. So then, Bradley, now that your kid's not distracting you, uh, <laughs> what's what's a moment that you either really liked or didn't like or thought was so good it was awful from the ceremony? 
Or so awful was good. Uh, I thought I, I thought I handled that seamlessly. Oh well. Um, I enjoyed most of it. The rabbit stuff with Melissa McCarthy was probably my favorite. Um, I like that Glenn Close dressed as an Oscar because she didn't think she would win. That was pretty cool. <laughs> there were some crazy costumes um, that people Aquaman. Were wearing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason Momoa, Aquaman, dressed as a 70s prom king. That was pretty daring. <laughs> and then he was. And what was it? Freaking um, Helen Mirren was totally hitting on him the entire time. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh, come on. It's man. Helen Mirren, though. So yeah, like... Helen Mirren. Oh, I know, but she was just like, no. you know, I get to stand next to a Hawaiian god over here. I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jason Momoa older mind, so. he's, he's a pretty flirty. <laughs> well, so they say. I don't know. Um, best dress, though, I'd say Nicholas Holt going with the GQ Matrix style. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, I did. I, really I, I didn't see Brie Larson's <laughs> silver lining dress. Oh yeah, Brie Larson looks yeah. good. And apparently, uh, what's his name? Chadwick Boseman wore a suit made of vibranium, pretty much, because that thing was shining like all the way through the night. I'm just like, whoa. In my eyes, <laughs> it was yeah, sparkly tuxedo, pretty cool. Like there was actually quite a few sparkly tuxedos, suit but it... jacket. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of yeah, suit dresses too. Ones. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, there's some. You had there was Billy a... Porter wearing the uh, tuxedo gown. That was pretty daring. Oh, that oh, was that insane. Was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone someone on my Facebook made the comparison that he looks like fucking Ichigo from Bleach. <laughs> Whenever he activates bad guy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, the most uh, gender fluid thing I've ever seen on the red carpet. So pretty awesome. Pretty bold statement. Oh yeah. And then I couldn't stop looking at... Elsie Fisher is the best just 15 year old I've ever seen. Oh yeah, what is it? Like, it, like, she looked like she had, like, a prom dress or a prom outfit on that day, too. Like, it was her and uh, what's she his name? A, who was she had it? a dope-ass suit. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. Um, also, I couldn't stop looking at Sam Rockwell, who shaved his head for a role, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, because he just freaking, like, he, had, he was doing, like, his best Thanos cosplay on on the red carpet. <laughs> it looked yeah, weird as hell. Head, yeah. It did. You know, I told you that was going to happen. There's always one of them that goes completely bald and doesn't talk about it. And, um, what's and then the we have to also, wait to we, find out. We, yeah. we mentioned it before, but Spike Lee looking like the Waluigi collection. Yes. <laughs> I, I think he was a uh, prince inspired. Did it he it was. He had, he, had the, he had the princess symbol on his chain. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's yeah. always pretty bold. And he got those brass <laughs> knucks, those uh, loving. <laughs> oh yeah, he brought those knuck- those brass knuckles out, and I was so happy he did. <laughs> yeah, it was like, pretty intense. If I don't win, I'm gonna punch the academy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And, you know, you had uh, Regina King. I thought was gonna start singing the gospel truth because she looked like a sexy muse. Her <laughs> From Hercules. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You know what's funny? What got became trending now is like when uh, Cap, uh, Cap, I'll say Captain America, when Chris, Chris Evans, when Chris yeah. Evans helped her up to the the um, stage for some reason, like people. What a gentleman! Over that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why I mean, he's like, the it best. It was a gentlemanly Chris. moment, but it was like, all right, you don't need to exaggerate. Like fucking Entertainment Tonight put a whole ass article about it. It's like you <laughs> can <laughs> you can chill the fuck out for a second. It's because he's captain. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like, you can tell it's like, yeah, she was having yeah. some troubles up the stairs, and he just decided to help her. There's no, um, because I think the same thing happened with like, um, it's being nice. 
Yeah. yeah. The same thing happened with um, freaking what's his name? Um, I think I want to say it was Jennifer Lawrence where Hugh Jackman helped her up the stairs because she tripped at that one point. <laughs> yes, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just reminded me of that. I'm like always tripping. Yeah. <laughs> Why you be tripping, Jenny? <laughs> didn't, she like, didn't she like tripping like everyone? Uh, well, she, there's at least two years in a row she tripped. Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. So I guess this time was like, uh, you know, you could just stay home. You just stay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think she showed up. So going to have to let herself up, yeah. yeah. I wonder what she's filming now, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, she's probably like like scowling through the next X Men reshoot that she's doing right now. So, I don't know. <laughs> oh, are they still moving going on, on with to them? the show? <laughs> yeah. yeah, back on focus. No, yeah, I know. Last so, dress I liked was Amy Adams. Yeah, Amy Adams with the classic Hollywood glamour and her hair looked amazing. So uh, Amy Adams is always beautiful. My fashion. She's always beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, did, you didn't want to talk about Rachel Weisz or uh, Emma Stones. They look good too. Not in particular. I, yeah, I thought that yeah, just looked. This is not the goddamn fashion show. We're about the ceremony, please. <laughs> all right. All I tried right. to close it out with Amy Adams. <laughs> all right. All right. No. So I mean, I, I like seeing what people are just like too. But anyways, um, any other points that we missed before we move on to the winners and everything else? Nope. Oh, I liked uh, Trevor Noah's sick burn on Mel Gibson. That was pretty. Jeez. <laughs> <funny. laughs> Oh, I'm so oh, glad actually, you brought that up. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, too. Because the thing is, great. is what I read was, like, he had said a, a thing in, in uh, Kosa, like, the, the language he was speaking, and it wasn't actually the thing he said it actually was. Because he was like, oh, oh wow. I said this thing is, like, in times like these, we are stronger when we fight together than when we fight apart. You know what he actually said? Ooh, what did he say? W- white people don't know I'm lying. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> It's really a joke that he made entirely just for like the South African. <laughs> yeah, his humor is so smart that way. Like, we, we all watched it Listen, together, you know. None of us would have known. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is so great. Oh my god, that's great. He knew that, the, you know, I guess with all the other people being subtitled, I'm sure he thought he's like, no, well, no one being so, speaks Sosa anyway, so who cares? Exactly. This is like, I might as well, like, <laughs> that type of shit happens so much where it's like when people get like, chi- like Chinese <laughs> yeah. characters on their like tattoos and like, oh, it means like strength. And just, like the whole shit that happened with Ariana Grande. How's like, oh, it means like strength or love or whatever. And then there's like seven barbecue fingers. <laughs> you know you know what's funny in this one too they they subtitled some stuff but didn't subtitle other stuff like i think it's because at least with the that one the the one that was subtitled is this because that was actually planned and everyone else was just kind of like a a spur of the moment type thing oh okay <laughs> yeah no, like javier bardem it seems like he, he specifically wanted them to say and subtitle the things that he was saying so yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So It'd no. be funny if he was saying a bunch of stuff, too. <laughs> you dumb people. And <laughs> it's just, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Friendos. Speaking yeah. of digs, I also really like the fact that, you know, the actors and the people in the tech crew are still bitter as heck about them almost cutting the cinematography and editing uh, categories. Because even <laughs> yeah. Michael Keaton did a jab, a jab just like, well, it's so nice that the Academy recognized the actual categories and didn't decide to cut anybody from here. You know, or something like that. I'm yeah. just like, ooh. <laughs> even Tyler Perry was like, hey, I'm glad we actually get to see this on television. 
<laughs> Not during commercials, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, last one here. Uh, you know, I thought the intro with Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, and Maya Rudolph was fine. You know, for I, I, I don't know. It was it was okay. Yeah, I like Maya Rudolph a lot, so I was enthralled by it. I think she had the biggest laughs out of the three people there. Although they got some pretty good one-liners yeah, and that she's, stuff she's too. One of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. So that's all I got to say about the ceremony. Unless anybody else wants to say anything. No, that's pretty much it. Like about this, like the ceremony itself was solid, surprisingly solid, considering I was like, "This is going to be a disaster." But thankfully, as a ceremony, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's. The, I'm surprised. I was so shocked. I'm like, "Oh, this is going to be a train wreck without a host." But it's like, no, actually, this maybe is the proof that they don't need a host at any point after this now. So they really don't. I don't know. I'm still yeah. thinking. Like I'm. Like I said, I'm still mixed on it. So. Fair enough, fair I, I think I like that it went by faster, but you know, it just it just lacked the gravitas of other years. That's just what I felt. Eh, I think there's just a little bit more. It was a little breezier than previous years. But anyways, um, yeah. So two things though, quickly before I go on to the winners, just that they also announced the Indie Spirit Award winners, and the guys to the top prize was Beale Street, which is awesome. Oh yeah, go thank you finally. Dude, Indie Spirit <laughs> was like the Oscars in a in a perfect world. <laughs> <laughs> things actually get like the right things got nominated and the right things won mostly mostly yeah but um no, I, mean, I mean they... like it's it's it obviously it's obviously not perfect but it's like one of those ones where i'm like okay more things that got nominated that should have been nominated got accepted here and shit yeah because um uh beale street won for best feature best director and best supporting actress or uh, um actress there um, let's mm-hmm. see. And then Glenn Close won. Ethan Hawke won, which is awesome. Ethan Hawke. Uh, oh, Richard cool. Sorry to bother won. you win, like, best first feature. Yes, it did. Oh, cool. And oh, then, cool. um, Can You Forgive Me won screenplay. Um, Suspiria won cinematography, funny enough, which is like, wow, okay. <laughs> so, you know, it was a good I mean, list. It is, of, ni- it is nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so it was it was a nice little spread of uh, various indie films winning there. I, I think the big thing I noticed that some people were talking about last night is that the Oscars were very much more studio driven this year than ever before. So you know, it was like, okay, the indies actually reflected more of the indie spirit. Um, you know, it wasn't just a direct crossover of independent studios this time. Um, yeah. But the other thing I want to say that one, which I know every year they say these winners, every year I don't care, but this one I feel is very deserved because the Razzies announced their worst picture of the year, and Holmes and Watson won. <laughs> oh, I for- yeah, I've heard that was. I legitimately horrible. forgot Holmes and Watson exist. Exactly, <laughs> but now we know. <laughs> yeah, Holmes and Watson won worst film and worst director, and this is then the other stuff. The reason why I don't watch the Razzies because they said like, oh, Donald Trump was worst actor for that film that he did with um, Dinesh Souza, whatever his name is. Where I'm just like, oh, D'Souza, yeah, the the the, the propaganda shit. Um, yeah, that's, oh, it's oh, literally yeah. what it is. Uh, but that's that's such a stupid kind of thing. It's like that doesn't count. Well, that's the, the thing they keep doing. Pretty stupid, they keep though. doing that where they're just like, "Oh, he won worst actor," and then uh, Kellyanne Conway won worst supporting actress. I'm just like, you can't like, nominate documentaries. Off. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. The saddest thing though is that John C. Riley won worst supporting actor for Holmes and Watson, which I'm like, I think he's like, from what I've heard, he's like one of the few things that wasn't completely awful about the movie. You know, relatively speaking. Yeah, I mean, freaking, he was up against Ludacris and Show Dogs. That guy should have won. <laughs> that should have, yeah, that should have won. Yeah. Oh, no, oh and, yeah, it, the Talking Dog movie. But no, like looking, I'm looking. Sorry, I'm looking at these things right now, and honestly, like 
this is the type of like lame shitty like like I'm very much obviously anti-Trump, but this is like people attempts at comedy that are like this are so lazy and shitty. It's like, ha, yep. I t- knocked him down a peg by naming him worst actor or worst screen combo. It's like, this shit's lame as fuck. Yep. Worst screen combo <laughs> is just a pointless category anyways. Where and usually, they're not even combos of actual people, like what, Johnny Depp and his fast-fading film career. It's like, that's not a combo. <laughs> not anymore. That's stupid. Yeah, and yeah. we could only hope, you know, he's not going away. I don't know. I, I know, but... Like, to... be, be smarter with the shit. No, I think, yeah, too, like, yeah. making fun of Trump now is kind of, like, it's not funny anymore because we're still in the middle of it. So. And we're, it's been years of this. Yeah. yeah of the man. same joke. Low-hanging fruit. It really is. The so. numbers aren't going to go any lower. You know? The lowliest. But anyway, the, the back only, to like the actual winners of the The only thing that I did I was... The only thing I was happy to see was that Fifty Shades Free won more screenplay because... I actually did see that movie, sadly. We watched it during one of our like midnight things <laughs> with the uh, Double Toasted chat groups and such. Man, that movie's awful. <laughs> yeah, how gross was that ice cream sequence? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, that's the thing. is, like, I couldn't really focus on anything in particular because nothing happens in that movie. Literally, I have never seen a movie with so little plot in it in my life. I'm amazed. <laughs> Just... But anyway, okay, finally, we are going to talk about the actual winners. Um, this is going to be fun. <laughs> okay, so first of all, we're just going to start from kind of the bottom, quote, quote, not to say in quality, just in terms of sometimes importance. But anyways, um, the best live action short, surprising me and probably most people, was Skin, believe it or not. Yeah. yeah. Well, do we, to be fair, didn't it also get adapted into like a full length movie? Uh, no, uh, oh, not, not it, yet. It only, I it only just came out. Did. I mean, there's the no, no, skin no, no, I live no, no. in, but I, that came out years ago. No, 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 no. I mean, like, there's an actual other skin. I think it has, like, <laughs> if it's the one I'm thinking of, it has, like, Jamie Bell in it. Uh, that was, like, a British sitcom, wasn't it? Uh, you know what? I might be wrong, but let me, I'll look this up. Yeah, no, so that one, which, I, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be freaking, um, uh... Yeah. Oh, you know what? No. Okay. I actually just saw it now. Yes, there's a film called Skin where destitute young man raised by racist skinheads and notorious white supremacist turns his back on hatred and violence transform. So I think it's a similar premise, but it's not the exact same movie. Yeah, but it just has like the same guy, the same director. <laughs> oh, you know what? Then it's odd. No, wait. You know, wait, because a bunch of the actors from the first short work. You know what? It might be the same movie. Oh my gosh, I didn't even notice. I told you. <laughs> Wait, yeah, because Daniel I'm McDonald's in these two. Needs to be longer. Wait, I'm so confused. Yeah. Did they come out already, or are they making? it? Yeah, apparently it's already came out. So it's already out. So wait, it they played made it. The, it played at TIFF last year. So wait, they made a oh feature and a, and they made a short at the same time. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think what happens because a few of these shorts I noticed were made in 2017. So I think what might have happened was they made the short film first, and then they got the funding to make the feature-length film. But then, technically, they didn't submit it to the Oscars until... Because they were both made in 2018, the short film and the feature-length film. Crazy, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's just weird. I I think it mostly won because it had the most high-profile actors that people recognized in it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. Jonathan Tucker, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Tucker. Actress from Dumpling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um also best documentary short i told you guys i told you that the catchiest title wins and period end of sentence oh one. 
<laughs> that's, oh, yeah. that's why that's why like when i went to my oscar party i actually switched the ballot i switched my vote from lifeboat to period of sense because for that exact same reason and i'm glad you were right about it the catchiest title won <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and i think it, that was an exciting win because you know i picked lifeboat to win but uh, you know i thought wow it'd be so cool if period end of sentence the most uplifting and inspired of these inspired in terms of hope and that the world can be a better place actually wins well i mean it 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 speaks on women's right issues it's it's a lot more positive in tone it's got a catchy title it's it it seems like it hit all the it ticked all the boxes for stuff that people other than just depressing documentarians would actually watch you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) a great great acceptance speech too yeah yeah, no actually it was a pretty good speech yeah no yeah no that's the one i know yeah no, go ahead, no, go I ahead. picked Lifeboat. Yeah, I picked Lifeboat, but I, I wanted Period. I, I, I liked Period. I like. I wanted to win, and it's true because it's. It also just brought that message, you know, of menstruation, you know, to the mainstream. We don't talk about it, or no, well, here we we barely talk about it. And overseas, I didn't know it was basically taboo. So, I thought that oh was yeah, cool. no, that's the thing. Um, one of my friends is an Indian from. I think she's either from Delhi or from Bombay, uh, Mumbai itself. But she told me it's like, oh yeah, no, that thing's a rampant problem where they really don't have very good feminine hygiene care for women up over there. So. Mm. Yeah, it's a topical issue, and I think that's you know part of the reason why it won. But that's also deserving, you know, totally, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then best animated short was the Pixar Award this year once again because Bow won. Bow. Least surprising <laughs> yeah. win. Well deserved though. It, like I fucking love Bow. Yeah, no, Bow was yeah, great. I loved Bow. Yeah. No, Bow was great. So, but it was the most. It was the least surprising win. I mean, it's like yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cute speech too. A lot of cute speeches tonight. Yeah. You, you know, I actually say that like there was. Aside from the makeup guys, which you know, I'll just jump ahead to say that yep, the uh, Vice won makeup. Other than that, though, it, it you know the speeches were pretty good on a whole this year. I think. You know, it's yeah, interesting. But, no one like went overboard to me. Like it, the only, the only one I didn't like was um, well, we'll get to it. But well, well, yeah, 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 Rami Malek's. I didn't really care for his too much, but we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, no, but um, we'll get to him in just a second. But also, best documentary feature was Free Solo, which I totally predicted too, because I'm like, yeah, I think yep. that's the one that was the most popular it's of the most the popular fu- one. Yeah. Well, I was upset with that win in myself. Upset in myself because I hadn't seen much of anything about Free Solo. So when they opened up with Best Documentary Feature nomination, Free Solo, and I saw some of those shots, I just felt immediately, oh my gosh, I made a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you went by your RBG almost died theory. Yeah. But the thing is, is that that happened so long ago that like it's not even in like Academy voters' minds. Like, oh, hey, you know, yeah. she's still around. <laughs> yeah, that, that little clip, the little clip they showed of Solo, like you're saying, Shaq, it looked phenomenal and just awe-inspiring and i'm like i want to see this documentary so bad i've made a horrible mistake yeah no, i know people who aren't even like rock climbers who saw that movie they're just like dude that's so intense watching that movie you know so but yeah no that's cool um and then for best foreign language feature we're going to be seeing a lot of alfonso Cuaron, and man he he had a great speech every single time he came up on stage so but yeah so romo won yeah, the, I gotta say this, I never really thought of it before, but Quaron is a classy guy. Like, every single speech he made was classy, it was professional, it was well thought out. He, he was, it, it was, mm-hmm. I was very impressed, so. Yeah, no, I dug uh, it. Has someone, has someone won that many Oscars, like, 
directly in one night before? Um, yeah, I think Disney or somebody somebody has once before, but I think he's one of the few directors to ever get nominated that many times the same year. To be fair, I think he's maybe one okay. of four. I think next to Orson Welles and like um, Warren Beatty and one other person. So that's okay. that's an amazing accomplishment, especially for you know Quaron, you know, who's just made so many films. It's like, yeah, finally getting his due on <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff. But um, mm-hmm. then, then let's see, you know, best animated feature. Yes, Spider Man one. <laughs> Spider the 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 yeah, best that outcome that could happen out of this. Thankfully, yeah. it won. I'm so it, like it was, it was scary for a moment, but yeah, no, Spider Man pulled through. Still should have yeah. been in the Best Picture conversation, but I'm so glad it still got that Oscar. Yeah. And that seeing everybody, seeing Shamik Moore with like hit, holding the Oscar, I was so happy. I was like, oh, that's my guy right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, it was, was it, a great film. It was great. I was so happy. I'm just like, okay, at least Disney didn't buy everything because. I mean, I know we've always talked about those years where it's like, wait a minute, why did Brave win Best Animated Feature this year? There were so many better films. Or why did Big Hero 6 win this year? But thankfully people Dude, listened. Big Hero 6 deserved that win that year, damn it. I don't agree, yeah, personally. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Wait, wait, fan hold on. What, year, wait, what else was nominated that year? I'll pull it up in anything just a second. Else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just anything. Could have been any film. <laughs> yeah. If y'all motherfuckers are wrong, y'all motherfuckers are wrong. <laughs> Ernest and But Big Hero 6 is wonderful. I think Ernest it's, and Celestine was like nominated that year or something. Like, I don't think Ernest Celestine should have oh, okay. won over it, but I yeah I, I I'll pull it up oh, in just a sec. But that's because yeah, it, it was over the box trolls. How to Train Your Dragon Two, Song of the Sea, and the Tale of Princess Kaguya. No, fuck out of here. Big Hero Six deserved that shit. I yeah, the Tale of Princess Kaguya is really really good. Maybe but... yeah, maybe Kaguya, but no, I think I think my point. Shag. I think I, that I year. For any of those I think all that year, all of them were kind of like you know. I don't think there was anyone that would say like that was absolutely deserving to win. But I just didn't think Big Hero Six was the one I would have picked out of those ones. But no, anyway, okay. Anyway, um, best Very original nice song. Cute, yeah. The best original song. Come Sorry. on, it was Stars Born, right? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially considering yeah. the performance right before that we mentioned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's if like, it gee, I wonder who's gonna to win. win. Somebody switched envelopes. Yeah, after that performance, they're like. Make sure that wins. <laughs> that no, no, it's been a mistake. Uh, Kendrick, you you guys won this board. Is <laughs> 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 no, at least with Gaga's speech. Gaga's speech is great. Mm. Oh yeah. I thought for a second. I thought she was gonna do the. If there was a hundred people in the room who don't believe in you, there's always that one. If she was gonna do that again, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, uh, she summed up the <laughs> life of an artist. You will lose. You will lose often. But you know what? Just keep fighting. Th- exactly. So, when she said that, I was like, it's dangerously true to life. close. <laughs> yeah, true to life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I and thought her being overwhelmed by such a win, being as talented as she is, was really charming. So. Yep, and yeah, it's, I like that. It's nice for her to finally get her Oscar and not lose to Sam Smith for a change. You know. So. Yeah. God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's such a terrible Bond song. I'm sorry. It is. I don't even I, know how it goes. <laughs> Red is on the walls. That one. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's the oh, one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But the one that really, you know, okay, I'm going to say this surprised me, but, you know, since we did the music podcast, now you do admit I've been liking this one more. Black Panther won Best Original Score. Wow. I mean, listen, it's oh, the, it's the one I said. If Beale Street doesn't win, that's the only one. Except, well, actually, no, All the Dogs would have been fine, but I wouldn't have been super jazzed about it. But 
Black Panther is the only alternate option I would have been super happy with, and I was. Yeah, I think people just were not crazy about Beale Street for some reason, which I'm like, that movie was great. I don't get why everyone kind of... Wonderful. I mean, other... Yeah, other than Regina King, where they clearly unanimously decided she would win. But I'm like, yeah, why is it getting shafted for screenplay and for this? Because I, I don't know. I thought the Beale Street score was amazing, personally. I th- well, I think – no, I fucking adore that Beale Street score. I've already <laughs> said that on record here. But I think it's because, again, Black Panther is one of those cases where it feels very unique. Where it's blending a lot of things that you wouldn't expect to see blended together and it working super well. So shout out to fucking Ludwig for that. And he did – an incredible job with the music. Yep, <laughs> the white, the whitest guy we could find directed the most African score we can have. So, oh, he's like the he's like a white Swedish dude who makes some of the best fucking black music, which is weird. I don't like saying that, but like it's weird and it works. And, <laughs> and plus, he he worked like he's done a lot of really great scores beforehand. Like the shit for Creed was great. Oh yeah, Creed. Uh, you know, let's see what what else did he? I think he did, I mean, he's he, done. He, he, I think he's done all of uh, Ryan Coogler's m- movies so far. Oh yeah, no, I believe it. And then, uh, of course, he did the amazing score for Venom. So <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> we won't. Uh, also, did, did he do anything? No, yeah, no, he's pretty much only mostly done stuff for uh, Coogler films, and then he's done like a couple minor score jobs. But anyways, um, yeah, there was that. And then Best Visual Effects, wow, you guys just must really hate the Avengers, because First Man won, which I was genuinely surprised by. <laughs> I was I was what? shocked, but like at the same time, like it does look good. I mean, it's, it's like, hey, the moon, guys, isn't the moon great? No, I'd, I'd like to say something about that, too. When First Man was being marketing marketed, at least in Canada, I don't know about y'all U.S. commercials, it was, I'm Ryan Gosling and I look sad. When they were showing the clip for visual effects, I was thinking the whole time, why the hell wasn't these shots front and center to market this movie? This film looks great, you know. So I think it's yeah, because it's, whatever. Because the, movie, the movie itself doesn't really give a shit, or not give a shit, but it's like oh, it, it's not caught up in spectacle at all. It's more about like okay. Neil's internal feelings and shit. Yeah, I think that's the thing uh, is that, that the. The Good. visual effects are much no, more supporting players. Yeah, they're, they're supporting players in the movie more than the, yeah. than the forefront, which exactly I mean, well, looked uh, looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, it just shows the Academy's fascination with space too, because like what Gravity, Interstellar, this movie won the Oscar for visual effects. You know, all three of those movies. So it's like, yeah, just if you make a movie in space, chances are you might win the Oscar for best visual effects. <laughs> just saying. Wait, question: Did Armageddon win for special effects that year? No, it did not. So that's the only <laughs> exception. So. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> well, no, I think, you know, that year it was up against um, What Dreams May Come, and that movie had amazing visual effects, so. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, the, the movie uh, with um, uh, Robin Williams? Robin Williams, yeah. It was a Richard Matheson story. I yeah, know, yeah. The, I'm not familiar with it. Like, I know of that title, but I don't know shit else about it. Well, because it's, it's the one where... Going to Heaven, Then to Hell. Yeah, yeah, the one where he dies, he goes to like Heaven, and he goes to Hell to rescue story. his wife, who committed suicide, so... Okay, all right. It's it's an uncomfortable movie to watch if you think about it. Well, because yeah. the thing is, like, all the right. movie is the movie is fine. I don't think it's a great movie, but it's visual look because it was made by a professional photographer who knows it, who has an eye for visual effects. So it's like, yeah, that was yeah. the best thing about it. Yeah. But um, and oh boy, this is going to be the fun part of the show where we have to admit the biggest winner of the night was Bohemian Rhapsody because it walked away with four wins. Yep, it won sound editing. 
sound mixing, and film editing, which everyone seemed to be How unanimous. How do you like, editing? Uh, yeah, the editing was the worst thing about Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, almost everyone seems to agree with that. <laughs> God, it's garbage. I, uh, I believe it was my... Garbage. I believe it was my cynicism that called the uh, mixing and editing awards, though. You did. Well, I thought it would win. I was saying, I was saying Roma, <laughs> but I had put mixing for Bohemian, and then it ended up, yeah, it winning both, which is like, hey, yeah, you, you only put it in there because fucking Queen songs are in there. And even then, <laughs> so we were like, there's only one actual scene of sound mixing. I think that's why they put it in there. <laughs> well, yeah, and then yeah. and sound editing. That's I'm like, fun. come on, you had a perfect good chance to give Quiet Place one Oscar, and nope, <laughs> jeez. Yeah, and then I film was rooting for Quiet Place. It's funny because I actually uh, messaged with Chris the other day when uh, we were watching it, and he was like, "Yeah, why did it win film editing? That seems really weird." And I was just like, "I think the reason why, I mean, other than people liking Bohemian Rhapsody, was that." Uh, John Ottoman, the the editor, it seems like from all counts, he was kind of the guy who saved the movie from being even worse than it was because, you know, with all the stuff with the reshoots and firing Brian Singer and all the different cuts and that stuff, he had to, like, assemble all that footage into something just barely workable, from what it sounds like. So Yeah, I mean, salvaging, salvaging something with that much trouble into something that actually is a coherent... Well, even if it is a bit of a mess, that, that is impressive, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean he deserved to win, but it's like, okay, I mean, I think that's maybe some insider stuff that was going on there, in my opinion. Yeah, editing's a hard one to get. No, but London, did you have any thoughts about the Bohemian wins? Yeah, um, <laughs> Rami Ma... <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I haven't seen um, Bohemian Rhapsody, so <laughs> the, <laughs> I still. I mean, I, I'm gonna still watch it just because I want to hear the hub, what the hubbub is about. But just, I, I did think it was a couple of things. Um, the clips that they showed, I thought it was funny how they showed all the clips where Robbie Malik wasn't talking. Yeah, they show, <laughs> like the, the best actor, like the the clips for the best actor nominees. They show him lip syncing. It's like get the fuck out of here. He's not even acting. Lip syncing is hard, <laughs> especially when you got big buck teeth in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love to show oh them gums can... like falling out. Yeah, I remember um, freaking Marcus Green from Double Toasted was making a bunch of posts in our like we have our big group chat that we do, and he was like, "Man, f that movie, f its songs, and f f those teeth." <laughs> you know. <Yep. laughs> um, I would. I do think it's interesting that um, he started dating the actual his co-star. So yeah, that, that I, I, no, but, me but, out. But, um, I was with Lexi watching that, and she was like, "Wait a minute, are they actually dating in real life?" And I looked up, like, "Yep." <laughs> I mean, for the whole, like, I went on that rant, right, about how really, really the Freddie Mercury story is about how much he loved a woman. That's crap. But then when Rami Malek shows up with the same woman as, you know, that same couple shows up, I was like, okay, art imitates life. I was wrong. Maybe. Yeah, no, I thought, maybe exa- I thought of you exactly when I saw that. I was like, oh. Well. <laughs> so good for them. I, I hope... I hope they have a, a nice, loving relationship because it's. I think seeing rich people together is cute. It's cute. <laughs> so yeah, sorry for my big cynical rant. And I like Rami Malek a lot as an actor. And, and sometimes that's the way it goes. People you like win awards. You know, yeah. Also, no. I, and so I didn't like. I'm oh, sorry. No. Go. 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 I know. I know. I don't. I didn't like his speech. That's the one I probably one of the lesser ones I enjoyed. I didn't I like can't. it either. The thing is. 
There's a couple well, things. There's a, a couple aspects of it I really didn't like. One, they're like, oh, he. Uh, first off, <laughs> Freddie Mercury's not gay. He's bi, bi if not pansexual. That's what uh, I thought too. And yeah. Also, <laughs> and then also, it seemed a lot of times where he was very, very like. Unco- there's a long uncomfortable silence, and I think that's the point where he was like, "Should I say something about Brian Singer or not?" And then he just doesn't. Yeah, that would have been cool if he took him down a peg. Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't know. I yeah, guess he he didn't want to he didn't want to upset Queen or anything or cause any controversy. So he's like, oh, it's definitely gonna be on the internet tomorrow if I say something. <laughs> yeah, Brian and uh, is it DK? Is that what they call him? Those two members of Queen in the audience, they just looked. Maybe it's because of their age, but they looked perpetually pissed the entire <laughs> night for some reason. That's just how Brian May looks. He's got that weird kind of like like perma scowl look on his on his eyebrows. I think so. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. You know, I also want to say, uh, I did see Bohemian Rhapsody, of course. I think the guy that played Brian May did an excellent job after seeing the ceremony. Well, also, you know, it's hard not to do a look like Brian May when you just put on that same giant freaking wig, you know? It's like, yeah. yeah <laughs> He's just worn his wig. same hair the whole, his whole life. Yeah. I could look like Brian May if I put that wig on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but I thought he did actually do good. Just I, mean, I haven't seen all of Bohemian Rhapsody yet, but the stuff I have seen, I'm like, yeah, no, he was he was good. And I thought the other two guys who were, you know, yeah. the people I can't remember their That's names fine. were good. <laughs> but, but yeah, remembers so, pretty, yeah. Also, crazy thing too, I found out that apparently the part we didn't see from the ceremony was that right after Romney gave a speech, he fell off the stage, uh, and they actually had oh, to yeah. get the paramedics to help him. So, oh wow, really. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I just saw that right before I went to sleep the other night where it's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, you didn't see it, but apparently the doctors had to look at Freddie, I mean, look at Rami Malik because he fell off after he gave a speech. He, he fell. Yeah, I can already see the tabloids. Goes to Freddie Mercury, shoves Rami Malik off the stage, stage <laughs> while wailing, I'm queen, I am queen. And so, I'm by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> whatever. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like the, the the saying he was a gay man, that seemed to be a very intentional point where it's like, no, you can't say bisexual because I'll piss off people. You got to say gay man kind of thing. I'm just like. But no. that doesn't make it. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Right? I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that didn't make sense about things people were saying tonight where I'm just like. Yeah, you know, that's that's the hardest thing well, yeah, about real life people is real life people are complicated and movie characters <laughs> when you're doing a biopic aren't necessarily very complicated. You know, mm-hmm. they're just. Pegs that fit into the hole. That no, okay, this is taking a weird turn. <laughs> so I'm going to stop talking. Yeah, yeah let's not talk about fitting things into holes right now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, moving on from there. Hey, uh, Black Panther one production design and costume design too. Like we were saying. Yay. Hey, yay! Colonialism <laughs> has been prevented. This. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> Colonialism somewhere is all like, I'll get you next time. <laughs> next time. But this, this is, yeah, that's, this is, again, two of those moments where I wish I was there for it wasn't in a fucking lift. But, Aww. yeah. Oh, it, it was really funny, though. Like, this thing, those are like the two most deserving parts of, like, Black Panther. If, like, if, if, if it was going to win. It was for those two especially. Oh, yeah. No, but it was funny, too, because when I saw the... I mean, because the first speech by the costume designer was really, really cool and as such. And the second speech was really cool, but it was so funny because, you know, the set decorator in the movie was a white guy, of course. But, you know, because a black yeah. woman won, they gave her the spotlight. And the set decorator just had to sit there and quietly listen to her the entire time. You could see me just like, 
I hope I get to say something. No, I guess not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he added like four words. It's like, I want to thank the crew. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that was oh, that was fun. But it, it was cool. I totally predicted those two. So I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not upset at all. Like, I love the favorites production design and costume design, but I'm like, yeah, Black Panther should win this one. Uh, and then best cinematography. I mean, no surprise. Roma won this one. So no, it, listen, it was the black and white movie or the black and white movie, and which I finally saw Cold. Won. Yeah, I saw Cold War the other day actually, and that movie is really, really good. But it's that's the thing where it's like it, there's it's hard to compare the two in terms of cinematography because they're very they're very similar and they're very different movies at the same time. Where of course you know Cold War is very contained and focused because of the four by three, and then you know Roma, you just see everything in those shots. You know, <laughs> just. But I think I do think Roma was the best looking movie I saw last year, so that absolutely deserved yeah, it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, London. Well, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't see Roma, so you know. But nah, fair enough. The clips that they played were gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, so, it was very beautifully shot. So, like I said, and I, you know, it's, I, guess I can't say anything. Cause I only read the screenplay, but God, it looked it look pretty. So. Oh yeah, no, I totally I recommend also, checking out. Like. Even if you don't see the whole film, there's a great highlight reel someone made of all the cinematography moments. They're like the big standout moments. And it's just a gorgeous little like yeah. five-minute video you can watch of that just to get an idea of what it looks like. Yeah, and and, and you, you already said this, but damn, Alfonso Cuaron, every, every, every time he got his, he made his speech, like each one was different and excellent. Yeah, I really no, I agree. I thought it was great about it. Very classy dude. Like, just a great speech, great presence. Even thanked his kids at one point in one of the speeches, which I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that was really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get you someone that loves Alfonso Caron as much as Guillermo Toro does. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, when I, uh, which, no, just skipping ahead on there, when he won director and they got like, they got a giant bro hug with each other, I'm just like, yeah. Oh, best <laughs> yeah, friends. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, I read that from a tweet, by the way. So yeah, him, um, uh, yeah, those two, and um, Iñarritu. Like, those are the, you know, the, yeah, they're like the bro, the Mexican bros <laughs> the Oscars, you know? <laughs> I like the joke yeah, he made. Really He's cool. like, "Oh, look, a name I could pronounce." <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing too. It's like you know, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Where I'm a little mixed on his overall body of work, he seems to be a very charming, funny guy in real life. You know, just very, very oh, he's, affable. He's one of the most. He's one of the most lovable people I've ever seen. Yeah. No. So that was that was a cute moment when he got to present the director award to him. So I mean, and it was kind of the giveaway where it's like, gee, I wonder who's going to win this. But it was it was deserving, I think. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. Um. And then for also now we're getting to some interesting stuff here. Best adapted screenplay, Black Klansman, which wasn't my choice, oh. but hey. You know, but, that, that's but cool. listen, Spike finally got an Oscar, and yes, also he did. I love the sheer joy in Samuel Jackson announcing it because, like, in historical sense, fucking uh, Spike gave Samuel his first film role ever. So he, Sam giving Spike his first Oscar ever is such a like nice little like circle. Oh yeah, the I'm instant he opened the envelope. Like, this, this, yeah, that envelope opening, Samuel Jackson kind of spoiling it before he even said the name because he was so overcome with the joys. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 
That was great. And the jumping hug. Yeah, that was really cool. Now, you notice, too, that they censored Spike Lee in one of the parts of the speech because apparently what he said was, you know, uh, don't turn on that mother effing clock on me. So, because he was oh, like, yo, I do, I, yeah. I do, I do, I do, I do, I heard, as soon as that long ass pause, I was like, that, he said motherfucking. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did, they did cut him off. <laughs> yeah, because no, he just totally flat out swore at them, just like, don't turn that mother effing clock on me. <laughs> so, yeah, because he was going to give his, he was going to give his longest speech as he wanted to on that, that night. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I still yeah, think it went to Bill Street, but, you know. I agree, yeah, but. I still think it should have gone went to Bill Street, but I'm happy with Spike getting his for once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, so that was that was cool. I mean, and, I, and you know, as I said, I finally watched Black Klansman, and I do think it's a good movie. I wouldn't like say I loved it, loved it, but it was still it was still worthwhile. So I'm like, yeah, I can see at least it won one thing tonight. Um, but uh, you know, what? I'm going to skip uh, the order here a little bit because I want to save this for the last part of the discussion. So you oh, know, supporting yeah, act, yeah, yeah. So supporting actress was Regina King, you know, for Root and Beale Street, which hey. yeah, everyone was Yay. happy with that. Excellent speech. Yep. Not everyone was happy. Oh, everyone was happy. Yeah, everyone was. We all picked her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Best Actress, shocking me, was Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, which I'm like, wow, that, cool. That was the massive upset. Everyone was like, what? I think well, even Olivia Coleman was upset. quite everyone, you know. <laughs> I mean, pretty sure my conspiracy that the Academy hates Glenn Close is a fact now, right? I think you might be right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I, I really liked Olivia Coleman, though. That's what. That's the real reason why I picked her to win. She also oh, yeah, she, heart pick. Yeah, she also had my favorite speech of the night. The, yeah. That whole thing. She was, she was freaking out, but she was so self-deprecating at the same time. It was hilarious. Like, listen, it was like, <laughs> yeah. kids, this will never happen again. It's <laughs> <laughs> like thanking all the nominees. Like, oh, like, Glenn Close, you're my idol. So this is kind of really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want it to be this way. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Lady Gaga, everybody. Yeah, let's thank Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga's like, yes. <laughs> she got a standing ovation after it, too. That was, like, the nice part, nice cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Well, I think yeah. of, of all the winners, she seemed to be the most gracious and the most, like, you know, just I can't believe I won of all of them. And I think everyone, everyone appreciated that. It's like, oh, yeah, it couldn't have happened to a nicer person, it seemed like. So, mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, so then we talked about the other people who won, you know, Robbie Malik and Alfonso Cuaron for director and that such. And now we got to talk about the big ones because I know about the elephant in the room. Yep. So Green Book <laughs> won original screenplay. It won supporting actor from Herschel Ali, and it won best picture. Ali would. Was probably going to win that if Richard E. Grant didn't was our consensus, right? Yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. We had already figured that like he was going to win. Um, and I loved seeing Marshall Lee with his serious face and his beanie the entire night. I'm just like, that's just not a very <laughs> that good. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> that massive fucking beanie. <laughs> yeah, was that? Was an interesting hat. Yeah, that was, it, that was an interesting choice, to say the least. Just Especially with his demeanor, he's just like, I'm an artist. I'm, I'm, I need to be taken very seriously. Now look at my hat. <laughs> you know, just like, uh. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so. Pretty good speech. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, I think he's now the first double supporting actor winner, you know, black male supporting actor winner, and, you know, the only Muslim actor to win an Oscar, so. Yep. So wow. he, his name is, I mean, his name was already etched in the record books. But yeah, this is like a little additional notch onto the mantle 
Oh yeah. Yeah, he's going to do a televi- uh, television award sweep with his true detective role easily. I'd say <laughs> he's going to get also get one for uh, Lita Battle Angel. <laughs> yeah, and, and probably what an MTV award? I don't know. But probably, you know people's yeah. choice, maybe. Best vi- I mean, best choice. villain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looks so cool in that movie. He looks. So I know cool, you guys are laughing, he's but he's so useless in the movie. Honestly, like they don't give have, they don't give him shit him. to do. Yeah, oh, that's too bad. they got him there for his presence and his name. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, original screenplay. Um, well, that was interesting, especially because the instant so where they stumbled on upset. when they stumbled reading the guy's name is like, how do you pronounce mm-hmm. this? Nick Val Val Blunk. It's like, yep, Green Buck one. <laughs> so Villa Val. Also, speaking back, going back to Samuel Jackson, the difference in his tone. Between when he announced Green Book for screenplay, when he announced uh, Black Klansman for screenplay, is so night and day. It's <laughs> yep. actually legitimately hilarious. Oh yeah, he yeah. was not happy. <laughs> yeah, and you know he's like Nick Villalonga, <laughs> like the candor of like a used car salesman. And <laughs> <laughs> Brie Larson has her ew face. So, jeez, yeah, uh, you know. So it went. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I was just going to say, for me, anything that wasn't first reformed, I was going to go, aw. So, yeah, but first reformed had no chance, sadly. So, yeah, I, I'm yeah. mad about the favorite. I think the favorite was actually a lot. You know, I actually voted for the favorite, too, but, you know, I, I'm the guy, I'm the defender of Green Book here. And I'm just like, I really, really like that movie, so I'm not <laughs> upset with it. You know, I, it's just thing, like, it would have been nice to see the favorite walk away with more than just one win that night, because it's like, aw, I really like that film. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So that happened, and then Best Picture, where everyone was so there was just such a mix of emotions when they announced Green Book as the winner. Because, <laughs> wow. I mean, the one that got everyone uh, stirring was that Spike Lee apparently walked out of the of the ceremony when that happened, or at least tried he, to. He, he yeah. the thing is, he yeah, he tried to walk out, and then the security was like, "No, you got to go sit back down, <laughs> <laughs> sit your butt down." <laughs> Take your seat. <laughs> You're gonna watch this. He made speech. a pretty funny quip about it, though. Oh, that's oh, what, which was every time someone's driving someone around, uh, I lose or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, because he lost to uh, do the do the right thing. Lost to well, he wasn't nominated, but yeah, that was the same year that Driving Miss Daisy. He lost won. to Driving Miss Daisy. So it's really the same shit happened thirty oh my years God. later. Wait, wait, are you serious? That's what happened. I'm dead serious. He yeah. lost. Oh my God. Play. To driving Miss Daisy in 1990. <laughs> he's, he's been classy about it, I believe. But, uh, oh, know. well, not tonight. Oh, that's, not God, that's amazing. No, no, no. Been, actually, he has been. He, no, he's been petty, but he's, he's been, been. He hasn't strange. been like directly derogatory, like fuck that movie. But like every interview he's made, like like after the ceremony, he would, he would dodge the questions so quickly, or like. <laughs> There was a Brit- like, I know there's a clip from the BBC that I literally just saw before we started recording. And they were like, oh, what's, what are your really feelings about Green Book? Do you hate the film? Like, what, what's your emotions on it? And so he goes like, are you British? Are you British? All right. Let me say, let me say this in the most British t- term I can. It's not my cup of tea. And then he starts <laughs> laughing and running around. <laughs> or, yeah. or when, like the immediate presser, like when he was like the Q&A right after he won. They're like, oh, what were your feelings on Green Book? It's like, here's my feelings. Drank a, a big swig of a champagne. Next question. 
<laughs> yeah. No, and that's the thing. is like I think they were expecting more of a reaction because he had that whole thing where he was vocal about Django where he was like, oh, F that movie and F Tarantino and that kind of stuff. So it's like, look, yeah. he's already been through this. He knows. <laughs> he's just like, whatever. So, but yeah. Um, what did you think of the like, – it seemed like the whole stadium – was it a stadium? Anyways, deflated the and the I, – I didn't – see it so you know that's going to be my excuse for having no horse in this race but um it seemed like that even the people on stage were kind of deflated they were like yay isn't vigo great everyone anybody vigo's that was, great that, that was uh, weird when they called out vigo we, we know everybody. carrie fisher we we know carrie fisher like what what are they doing up yeah there? yeah they, they seem to be a little like, confused why the fuck would you say that vigo yeah was so random oh yeah vigo the like, camera like they put the camera on him. He was like, do not put that camera on me. I don't want to be singled out right now. <laughs> and, and then Julia Roberts all like, we, we can all leave now. Let's let's just all leave. And <laughs> okay. So awkward. You know, I, I actually thought it was going to be an, another um, like last year moment. And just someone's going to be like, oh, I actually read the wrong one. Yeah, nope. No, they had some they had some careful shots in there so you could see exactly who was passing the envelope to who in certain sequences. <laughs> it's like, yeah. If you mess if you mess up, okay. this is your fault. <laughs> During the and actually at the end when they when they won, someone accidentally hit the cameraman or, or hit the camera because it moved, it jingled a little bit. Uh, and I was like, I think, wow, I, I people think it was Spike Lee. <laughs> I, I think Spike Lee was just like out of my way. <laughs> Now, <laughs> oh, the oh, morning right. census is just as bad as Crash, but you know, again, I haven't seen it. Like, that can't be true. No, right? here's the Crash is a worse movie, Crash but the implication terrible. of what Green Book winning is to me absolutely is on a similar level. No, that okay. I'm sorry, but what you said about <laughs> Mid Jays, that is hilarious. <laughs> That happened to Spike Lee twice with the same type of movie. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I didn't realize this until my friend told me later that evening. He's like, "Yeah, he lost for the same type of shit." I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> and just thankfully, well, at least you... this time they have an adapted and original screenplay to differentiate. But just mm-hmm. it to happen again. <laughs> that like, <laughs> I think he would have been fine with anything else winning, but that. <laughs> Yeah, I think people would have been well. No, no, no he would have been varying audiences. degrees of upset. Yeah, but like the yeah. low, the biggest degree was that because <laughs> he's very he's very competitive. You know, losing sucks, and I think people who are willing to admit that losing sucks are people I trust. So you know, <laughs> but it seems the general consensus is so strange. Like, what is it going to take for a person of color's story to be actually about them and not just some white person that, they know? That's why Moonlight was so refreshing when it actually happened. And this... Yeah. I feel like this is the time where I'm going to go into my fucking rant that I've been saving for, like, the past... Yeah, let's hear it. ...or something hours. Alright, I'll, like, I'll sit back. Is, is I'm, not even, I'm not even angry. I'm just fucking tired. I'm sick <laughs> of this shit. I wasn't, like... <laughs> I knew, like, I figured it was going to happen because it's just, like, the problem with a movie like this is that, like, Justin, yeah, I know you say, like, it's about, like, a uh, a story of friendship and persevering and, like, people coming together in spite of racism. But it's, at the same time, it's really fucking trite. We've seen better shit like this. We're in a time where we get way more nuanced and compelling stories that are about racism, that are about people coming together. 
we've gotten so much of that this year, and you give it to the one that's the one that's that, like those other movies are also centered on the people that are suffering from the type of shit like this. And the one that wins is the one that's centered on the white guy who's a who's from the get go a fucking bigot. He's absolutely a bigot, and his reasoning for him not being he's slightly less of a biggie because he hung out with a black dude and, t- and showed him how to eat fried chicken and that type of shit. No, fuck that. I'm annoyed as fuck. And not to mention like this, like even side note, aside from the movie itself, this has maybe had the wor- some of the worst press run I've ever seen for a movie of this scope from when it started with Vigo saying, calling saying nigga in a fucking Q and a, and everyone said, what the fuck mm-hmm. till the yeah. screenwriter finding out, Hey, He's an Islamophobic piece of shit who, who peddled like fucking 9-11 conspiracies saying, oh, I was there when uh, Muslims were cheering when the fucking towers went down, which is absolutely false. To Peter Farrelly is like, hey, yeah, he's another person that should be fucking hate from this Me Too movement because he flashes his dick at women for no fucking reason other than shits and giggles. This shit should have been an absolute fucking disaster. And yet you awarded with the biggest fucking prize. The only way you could have made it worse is if they gave it to Bohemian Rhapsody. Because at that, at that point you would have awarded uh, the best picture to a literal child rapist. Other than Ooh, that, full fuck credit this shit. Well. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Take it. No, it's okay. Tied for best picture. I'm good. Crazy. Wow. I hate ev- well, no, everyone's I... rage. <laughs> Let's tie. Yeah. Have a tie between it. <laughs> We deserve yeah, better just, than this shit. Let the fire, let the fires burn. <laughs> so hey, yeah, it's not the worst. And we movie. feast on the so ashes. It's like, hey, it's not the worst movie ever. It's not even the worst movie that was nominated this year, but it's very much the most frustrating movie out of this list. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I got nothing to say. I just, I, I really like the movie. Okay. <laughs> so no, no, I listen, don't listen. I know. Listen, I know, no, Justin. I that's, fine. that's fine. I, I'm not trying to shame you for yeah. liking the movie. No, I, I know. I'm saying, I know. I know. This is, there's a reason and there's a precedent for, for why people are very angry about this. Well, and part of it, I just looked up a friend's post on Facebook, and I can kind of agree with. I still think there's some reservations to the Academy to give Roma the Oscar because it's like, well, it's Netflix, and we say that Netflix is the best picture-winning, uh, you know, company that gives the validation over the actual theater chains and blah blah blah. So I'm just which, like, yeah, eh. the, which I understand, like those the comfort, like the problems with those reservations as well. Because honestly, I would like best case scenario, I would have loved Roma to win, even though it's not I agree. Like, the Academy's favorite thing. But I would have loved it to win still. I would have loved yeah, most yeah. of even the fa- even the favorite, which I haven't seen. But if it, if it won, I can go. Okay, you know, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, I think also the problem too is that yeah. Best Picture didn't really reflect the best movies that came out this year. I will agree with that, where I say that there's at least three other movies that could have made it onto Best Picture list that would have been deserving over a couple of the nominees. You know. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think, I think it was I just. Think, gonna be... I, I, I've got it all. Yeah, I got it all on my chest. So I think I'm fine now. Yeah, yeah. No, so I think that's just the thing is that this is a – it's just one of those weird years. Just You know, when you're saying like everything about the press for Green Book, everything leading up to this ceremony was bizarre with, you know, losing Kevin Hart, trying to cut down categories, trying to introduce new categories that nobody wanted. It's – I think that's the reason <laughs> yeah. it won is because so much of this, <laughs> this Oscar has been just such a mess. And they're like, fuck it. And I'm amazed that they actually like pulled together a, a – decent ceremony after all that stuff because like yeah i know london you, i know you weren't crazy about it but just imagine how much worse this could have been to be honest <laughs> well i mean well, if he had like um <laughs> i'll try to think what's the worst host they could have gotten 
What? Whoopi Goldberg? Billy, Billy Crystal again. <laughs> like, Billy <I'm, laughs> Crystal's a great comedian, but, like, his shtick is so tired, beyond tired, that people would be like, no, uh-uh. Uh, maybe James Franco by himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here, hold on. Let me smoke this again before I get on the stage. Did you, see, did you see ever see like any of the stuff, any of the fucking uh, Anne Hathaway's recently posted about it? Oh no! Like, what did she say? Uh, but she put the screen cap before of her and James Franco. Like, listen, no matter how bad this uh, ceremony could be, it's already been worse. And she put a screen capture of like the two of them. And also, there was a, like a brief interview that someone had mentioned, or, or at least she had had about reminiscing about that whole thing. And she's. While she was smiling and joking, you know she was pissed. Because oh, she no, I, I think she... Wanna do, yeah, she really didn't want to do it. She had turned it down the first time. It's not until James went up to her and was like, hey, let's do this together. That's when she turned back and she's like, listen, I should have followed my first instinct. Yeah. No, because that's the thing is like where you can kind of tell that like even even after the fact when you watch the ceremony, it's like you can see her like quickly mentally bailing from the ceremony as soon as it was starting. You're just like, yeah. I well, mean, it, That sucked because... <laughs> Yeah, she was given 110%, and he was given whatever uh, stoner burnout is capable of giving. He, he was giving, like, negative 40 or something like that. To that. <laughs> to that. <laughs> and I'm sorry, maybe he wasn't stoned or burnt out. But, yeah, he, he just was somewhere else, and that, that was a really depressing Oscar ceremony. So. I remember, I listened to the, um, the, you know, back in the old days when Spill was around, I listened to their commentary over it, and even there you can hear them just like, this may be one of the worst ceremonies we've ever watched for the Oscars. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at least this, the, this ceremony was not as bad as that. And I know people are making the crash comparisons for Green Book. And I'm like, okay. You know, even I will admit, I don't think this, you know, Green Book is as bad as Crash. Which, I mean, like, I didn't oh, no, hate, it's, hate it's Crash. definitely not. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'm assuming in Green Book, a cop doesn't rape a woman. And then we're supposed to root for him? Like, what the? F- yeah. That's, um... <clears throat> Gross, yeah. or or the cop that? Uh, no, never mind. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna talk yeah, about no, that. No, no, right? Come on, come your, on, London. Finish your thought, it. though. You were saying that yeah, it's not as bad as Crash. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. It's just like I, I can understand if people are upset about it. I'm, I'm accepted. I'm like, look, I know. I got to do big argument with Davy about it. I got to. I've been hearing all the stuff on the social media about it. I'm just like. Okay, I mean, at the end of the day, the whole point I was making was I was looking at um, Martin Thomas's Facebook feed from Double Toasted, which, you know, it's going to be interesting to say where it's like, yeah, Martin Thomas, he ranked Green Book his number one favorite movie of the year. Uh, you know, so I'm like, like, that's one of those things, like, I don't even, like, I love Martin, but that's one of those ones I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I just felt, I felt kind of validated by that, honestly. But anyways, uh, but the whole point being that he was like, look, okay, fine. Your, some of your favorite films won and some of your favorite films didn't win, but... You know, there's no need to not act like an adult about it. Although then, then he proceeded to go, but Rami Malek winning really pissed me off. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. But... <laughs> exactly. They're like, hi, you're not, you're not no victim to this thing either. I think it's just the thing where it's like, look, I get it. You know, the, the Oscars, I don't follow them because my favorite films win. My favorite films often don't win Best Picture. You know, like I think if I had to think back on it, da, 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 da. yeah, I don't think any of my favorite movies of the year have won Best Picture in like ten years in the Oscars. But I'm like, you know. I still like what they're about in the terms of rewarding, you know, trying to shed spotlights on the films that people may not have previously. Like, I wouldn't have known what Cold War was, really, without the Oscar campaign going on. Yeah. 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 No, no, I mean, that's the one good thing about it is that, you know, it, it shines lighter or push forward people who, you know, 
like they have a chance to like you know do like I like I, said, I actually like the shorts and the short documentaries more because that actually to me has more precedence and it it sheds a light on people who probably would never have heard of beforehand so you know I'm glad about that that's why you know I didn't think it was a good idea to take those out so I'm glad they did put them back in and yeah I agree and, no and the most that's all that, that's why I just about my rant but yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, no. The most important thing is that Christopher Robin didn't win, so that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> I kept thinking that when I saw the best visual effects um, reel there. I'm just like, oh, I can hear London just going, oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, hey, we're going to win it all. The winner. <laughs> like to... Why doesn't London want me to win an Oscar, Christopher Robin? Wow. <laughs> That actually sounds really fucking close. Jesus Christ. Oh, I've been reading those books for years, guys. It just comes naturally eventually. And so then you should care that this is nightmare fuel for children. Okay. <laughs> That's what that movie was. Yeah, but but also, um, I think the only other thing I could say was that it was – it's always sad to see the Oscar in memoriam section, and you forget how many people died in this last year alone. Oh God, you know? Stanley, Stanley. Yeah, I know Stan Lee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Albert, although apparently the Albert Finney won. Um, fucking. Uh, although apparently they, there's someone that they mentioned that they didn't mention that I didn't find out that I forgot about until I saw on Twitter. Fucking, they never. Well, actually, I have a list. Army. Yeah, no, I have a list here of the people they omitted because oh, wow. Arlie Ermey was one, which I'm like, dude, that guy is so memorable. How can you not put him on the list? But then, um, He's iconic. So, yeah, so let's see. Um, Sandra Locke, who used to be uh, Clint Eastwood's partner, which is like, she's been nominated for an Oscar. How do you not put an oh, Oscar nominated actress on the in memoriam section? Um, Dick Miller, very famous character actor who died recently, um, the guy from uh, Terminator and Gremlins. And then mm-hmm. this one I understood because um, mm-hmm. Stanley Donnan, who did Singing in the Rain, just died. And, like, literally he died the day before the Oscars, so I don't think they had time to put him on the reel. But then the one yeah. that surprised me the most – well, okay, no, not – this one didn't surprise me the most, but it was just odd. <laughs> Vern Troyer didn't get recognized at all. Where I'm like, oh, that yeah. poor guy. <laughs> that was another one of those ones like, come on. Like, oh, I get, like, and I Carol Channing. Any, like, Oscar-type material, but, like, he's still a very notable and recognizable actor. Yeah. yeah. No, but then also apparently Carol Channing, who was also an Oscar-nominated actress, didn't get recognized. Which is like, wow. How do they? How the thing that you think you should recognize are the people who are also nominated for Oscars during the in memoriam section in the ceremony. Just saying. I, I, I know, know they said it was going to be like some of the, like they said it's uh, not we couldn't do all of them, but here's a selection like a good chunk. I was like, no, no, motherfucker, you missing out on some big ass people. <laughs> yeah. No, but then um, the only thing that was cool was that, hey, I mean, what, when you think about all the acting and big prize winners, I think, uh, let's see, actors, I mean, yeah, it was almost exclusively people of color except for the lead actress prize in terms of, like, the, you know, some of the big categories, which that was, that's pretty cool. I mean, what? That's cool. Like, the, that's more a sign of, like, diversity in the Oscars. Like, okay, this is, this is actually pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just, it's just you know, unfortunate I mean, I, the fucking Bohemian is still like the biggest fucking winner out of all these. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's the sad part where you're like, no, no matter how mad you are at Green Book winning, you should be more mad that Bohemian Rhapsody walked away with four Oscar wins at the end oh, of the night. I'm on, I'm on equal levels of anger with the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, with Bohemian, like I was saying, people who haven't even seen the movie are stoked because Queen, everybody loves Queen. Oh, Queen was such a good band. 
you know, and I don't even like they're not wrong. Like but <laughs> well, I mean, I know a lot of people Everybody do because even my, my friends in England who, uh, you know, I have some friends of mine who are just like, oh, yeah, baby, maps, you should have won more. I love that movie. It was great. I'm like, really? <laughs> you know what? It, you know, there's one thing we finally I forgot to mention the stuff that I wasn't crazy about. The fucking Wayne's World reunion, like it was, it was cool seeing them on stage together. Oh, but at the yeah. same time, it's like them regurgitating their old bits. I'm like, uh... yeah, that that made. But me what else does Mike Myers have to y'all, do? Y'all are old now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was. I, I mean, actually thought that a lot of the. I still think that the thing that's eating up way too much time in the ceremonies is those best picture introductions. Because I'm like, we don't Honestly, need those. Yeah. Yeah, we know the best. Pictures. You know what? At list. this point, I actually don't think it's that. Th- that's the problem. It's the commercials that are the problem. Literally every ten minutes, cut to like so many fucking commercials. Especially all of them, at least in Canada, on like Canadian side, it was all for fucking yeah. L'Oreal products. For like, yeah, I think like, it hey, depends every on every single aspect of makeup was represented in this shit. Well, it depends on what – I think it depends on region because for me, it was all Google ads where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, they have the whole campaign where they show people avoiding huge plot things in movies because they have Google to help them out where I'm just like, okay, how many times are you going to see this freaking commercial? Wait, you know? question. Did you guys get that Squarespace commercial? Uh, which no. one? The one with Aegis Elba. Oh, I don't think we got yeah, that one. Yeah, where he's playing all the parts. There's no, we Aegis, didn't get Yeah, that there's an Aegis Elba commercial that, like, it's I had no commercial. idea what it was. But it was, like, him doing, like, all these different things. And then it, the way it ends is, like, him, like, sitting on, like, a street corner or whatever. I was like, oh, this, this is for, like, a charity type thing. And then, like, there's no idea what it's about. And then at the end, they just put the Squarespace logo. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> it could have literally been about anything at that point. <laughs> Legitimately could have been about anything. You know like, what you we see got. him on like a spaceship. You see him with like children. There's like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, he's in a boxing ring. It's like I can wow. be anything. It's like I can do anything. It's like all right, I guess. But for it to be about a damn website <laughs> hosting page. <laughs> you know what's strange? We got like um. Oh, I, I at least I got I got like Walmart ads. Like it kept saying like, oh Walmart. Yeah, I got a bunch of those too. Yeah, yeah, like we 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 uh, costume the the crew people. Like, yeah, that's the weird thing. Where like the whole the whole thing was like you know they were they were highlighting all the tech crew, like you know the set decorators and the the stunt coordinators yeah. and that stuff. But it was all a promotion to show. But you know how they got all their styles and their costumes and their outfits from Walmart. You're just like, Ugh. sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember too. I mentioned on the Facebook thing with all the uh, best picture not, um, announcement things, where they would strategically pick people who are like, like tangentially related to whatever the topic was. And even weirder was some stuff like, wait a minute, why is Queen Latifah announcing uh, the favorite? And it's like, oh, because her it's name is not Queen. easy to be the Queen. It's like, oh, that's why. I know. I was just like, like you gotta be kidding no. me. <laughs> like at least with, with no, Wayne's I world, I understood. Been worse. With um, uh, with uh, what was it? Uh, even yeah, we even with the fader, I'm like that's that's a stretch, but I guess. And then even like Barbara Streisand introducing Black Klansman, that was also weird because she had seen the movie and like tweeted this Mike about it. But I think it's because she was like a mad hippie in like the in the seventies and shit. That's oh why. yeah, yeah. And plus she was in the original. Well, like, well, no, not the original. One, one of the previous Star Is Born, so she was going to show at some point, anyways. So yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I thought she was going to be there for a Star Is Born instead. <laughs> that would have made more sense. <laughs> Wait, who who yeah. presented Star Is Born? I don't even remember now. Do you get? Do you guys remember? Wait, wait was it Amelia Clark? 
Oh, Amelia Clark looked stunning in her dress, by the way. Yeah, no, but I think back to that. But then also, I think was it um oh what's his name Uh, Quincy Jones who presented Green Book, right? No, you know for Green Book it was Amanda Stenberg and uh, John Adams. Oh, John John Adams. Okay, okay. Sorry, (laughs) but no, because I I remember I'm like wait a minute why yeah why are these people presenting for Green Book? But I guess apparently they just picked whoever worked in certain ones. And then wasn't a congressman Mm. one who presented like like one of the one of the movies too? Yeah, it's. Because there's that oh, one yeah, guy that nobody did. recognized. Yeah, there was a guy who nobody recognized. He's like, wait, who's that? And they're like, I guess he's somebody important or something. Mm-hmm. No, he, he's a – yeah, actually, I know. I said, what am I saying? No, wait, who did I say? Amanda Stenberg and who? John, not uh, John said, Adams. John Lewis. Yeah. Oh, John Lewis. Okay. John Adams. <laughs> yeah, I was like, John Adams was like the president? <laughs> President Adams came from the grave to present for Green Book. You did. No, yeah, no, I met John Lewis. <laughs> right, sorry, go ahead, London. <laughs> no, yeah, no, John Lewis is a famous, um, like, congressman. Not only, he actually marched during the Civil Rights Movement, too. Like, he, mm-hmm. he, he, he was part of the, the March on the Bridge. Ah, uh, so, yeah, like, okay. That's, I know, that's another one. I was like, you got him for this? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. even better for Bill Street. Tell you the truth, it would have but the thing fit. is, at the same time, it's also like I know y'all got a manless ever because also like the hate you give. But then I also think about her in like that Nazi romance movie that she's in. Oh, what? right, the, the, the when hands touch, where she falls in love oh, with like a Nazi kid. Wait, that's <laughs> wait what? What, was that the reader? That's the reader. no. The reader came out no, ten years ago. When hands, dude, it's an interracial romance story, which is like. I know you date like a bunch of white guys in your movies. This is the one where you got to go like, uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Wait, when heads touch, that's the name of it. Hands, hands, hands. hands Oh my gosh, yeah, I just looked it up. Wow, (laughs) dude, they they have a big emotional reunion in a fucking concentration camp. It is one of the most (laughs) tone deaf things. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my! This came out last year. People on Twitter are having a fucking field day with this movie. And it was directed by a black woman, too. <laughs> That's what's so fucking shocking about it. And, like, there's even, like, a scene where I think she finds out about, like, jazz for the first time. But they call it, uh, but uh, she's, like, talking to the Nazi kids. Like, oh, nigga music. Is that what you guys call it or whatever? And I was like, wow. <laughs> oh. This is awful. <laughs> wow, I have never heard of this movie. That's amazing. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Why didn't this get a Razzie? <laughs> right? right? Razzies never give out the right crap either. Literally, so. no one saw this. <laughs> oh my oh God. man! So, and funny so, enough, yeah. it was it was it was nominated for a Black Real Award for Outstanding World Cinema Film. So fuck off! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and it was up for the Not People's Choice Award at coming. Toronto Film Festival. <laughs> To be fair, every movie's up for the People's Choice Award. So at that point, it's like you can't even use that. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. God, Uh, Toronto nominates everything. This movie, this movie's existence is shocking. (laughs) They had him again. A a movie about a biracial romance in Nazi Germany directed by a black woman. That's just (laughs) like none of this makes sense. (laughs) But anyway, let's move on. Sorry. I, think that's I mean, I think everything, that's, though, right? Yeah, that's about everything. I mean, is there anything else that we missed? We covered everything. Yeah, any, anything else that, that anyone want to bring up before we still wrapped up? As far as we know, I think that's pretty much everything. 
It's yep. just, yeah, hey, the ceremony wasn't as bad, but just shit. <laughs> That's all well, I got. <laughs> well, I mean... Brie Larson and Sam Jackson laughing at each other was cute. And that's my last thought. Yeah, Brie Larson... I, I don't know what it is. I've been kind of just not as interested in Brie Larson as he used to be. But it's just like, okay, you know, she's fine. She's, she's a good actor. So, you know. I've heard, but, I've heard some, there was some controversies with Captain Marvel, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Let's not. Let's not. We'll get into that like off the show, but like <laughs> someday. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's even. Even I agree. It's dumb controversies. So I'm just like, whatever. You know, it's okay. just so dumb. It okay. really is. So yeah, but social no, social media is dumb. Social media is the worst. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so this has been the season finale for Eye on the Prize. We went through a lot. We covered the highs, the lows, the insanes. You know, just everything that happened this year. So. I mean, for people who are listening, we will probably take a, you know, a several month hiatus on this. Uh, depends on if we actually tried to do. Oh, yeah. Remember we were doing best picture reviews and that lasted all of like two episodes? <laughs> yeah. We need to try and possibly <laughs> yeah. do that again. No, those I'm, are fun. Yeah, no, I would be up for doing those again. I mean, so if we actually get the time and the energy to do them, we will show more best picture reviews. But in terms of regular coverage, we will be having a less frequent um, update for this until probably about like what? August, September range kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, but thank you guys for sticking around so long for this stuff. Uh, let's see. London, where can they find you on the Internet? Um, on my Twitter at narrative exam and um, talk is coming up soon. Talking about storytelling in all its forms. So, yeah. Excellent. Oh, sorry. No, no, awesome. And uh, yeah. So when is that site actually going to come up? Like, have you finished uh, designing everything with it or? Everything's finished designing. I'm just kind of putting in the articles right now. Um, it's just that, yeah, it's, that I'm doing it all myself, so it's kind of it's just <laughs> Oof. It's tough. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. So, okay, awesome. I can't wait. Uh, you have to let us know when it uh, gets up, definitely. So, I don't know, um, definitely. but then yeah, coming on. So. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, we will be on. Um, but then uh, Bradley, where, they, where can they find you? I'm on Twitter at Bradley of Martin. There's no Ian Bradley, and you can hear me. On the Screener Squad. And next season on Eye on the Prize, you can hear me talk about how amazing an actor is. At what point he will not even be nominated. (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. And then Shaq. Hey, you can find me being miserable about the Oscar winners this year at Shaq Excellence. S-H-A-K Excellence. (laughs) And all the social medias. Also, you can find me uh, on my other show, Sequels, at Sequels with Two E's, over on Talk Film Society, and you can find us like you can find us anywhere on those too: Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that shit. Yeah, no, and uh, which you know, Sequels is great, guys. Go listen to it; it's really fun to listen to. I totally recommend it. Dude, so. It's, it's so much fun. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping you guys do the next Chucky movie, so <laughs> I, I usually try and keep it to one franchise per movie. At least that's a personal thing, at least with no, me. And, yeah, but I don't if there's role, a cha- so. if there's if we can because I know there's people who are like, Oh, you gotta go see that uh uh Cult of Chucky. <laughs> I'm like yeah. I probably I'll probably end up seeing it on my own time actually. But uh yeah, yeah I know the next the next episode we're doing is Smoke and Aces too. That's gonna be oh. very interesting. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. know they made a Smoking Aces too. <laughs> it's it's a pre. Right? The thing is, it's a prequel to the original, but oh. it's essentially one of those things where, like, 
it's the it's a number two, but it's a prequel, and it's just the same plot as the first one. Hmm. Nah. No. Well, that's the best thing about your show is so many of what you guys cover has people thinking, oh, I didn't even know they made a sequel to that, was, so it's a lot of fun. There are so many people who are like, there's a Mulan too, and we're like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Wait, there, there is a <laughs> oh, I remember that one, yeah. <laughs> there's a Mulan too. See, there you go. go I love that yeah. reaction, though. Every time someone says, there's a that, I'm like, yes, there is. <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> oh, it's have, great. We legit I... have like the next. We have the next three movies set planned out already. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. What's no, and then you can. F- oh yeah, no, absolutely. And then yeah, you can find me here on uh, Eye on the Prize. You can find me on the Breakfast Pub. I do the notes and that stuff, and I occasionally host, like I did last week. Uh, you can find me through the Screener Squad reviews. I'll be on a lot of the reviews, even though I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> I, I swear, I'm trying to delegate more to people, especially because. Well, I'm getting married in two weeks, so I might need some help during that week, you know, while I'm on my honeymoon. Hey. Yeah. Hey. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, you can find me through also the Gotham podcast. We're halfway through the season, and I'm, I think the new episode should come out the day this comes out, too, which theoretically should be today. Uh, and then, yeah, you can find a lot of stuff with everything else I do on social media for as much as I like inconsistently post there and i guess we'll see more of the oscars next year because i just saw that the early ratings for the tv telecast of it was actually way higher than it was last year so i guess whatever they did pay off just for even sheer curiosity to see how much of disaster it might have been you know yeah <laughs> yeah so i mean, it, I mean it, like the the, the, the disaster worked <laughs> Man, we did not even talk about Adam Lambert singing with Queen. Because, because there was there. nothing special. <laughs> didn't see there it. was nothing special oh, about that's it. Right. it that's, yeah. <laughs> no, it was fine. Like, that's it was regular. Fine. Like, that, the, it was fine, yeah. It, it was fine. They now tour as like Queen plus Adam Lambert, so that's not even like a shock thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was fine. It just reminds him like, oh yeah, Adam Lambert's not Freddie Mercury. Because I'm like, he can sing all right. He's just, he's not Freddie Mercury, <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> No, his range is great, but yeah, no, nobody's Freddie Mercury. That's the thing. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, no, thank you all very much, and we will hopefully see you guys the next Oscar season with more of this insane coverage that we do. So thank you, and see ya. Let's not do this shit again. Bye. Don't Academy next time. Don't do no stupid <laughs> shit like this. All right, bye. <laughs>